You are now listening to the Nicole Gonzalez podcast with me, your host, Nicole Gonzalez. For more information, you can find me at NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of the show. This is your host, Nicole Gonzalez. And today we're going to be talking about not caring about what other people think. One of my favorite topics ever, because I have had a lot of practice with this skill. And I know from experience that learning to prioritize your own opinions and not care about what other people think is a really hard skill to master. And it will likely take years and years of practice if you want to achieve this skill. So to kick things off, before we get into any of the science talk or any of the advice I'm going to give, I'm going to take you guys on a trip down memory lane for a minute and tell you how this showed up in my own life. So many, many years ago now, when I first wanted to start traveling, everyone thought I was absolutely crazy. People, my family especially, but all the people around me was like, yeah, absolutely not. You are not backpacking around the world. The world is terrifying. People are so dangerous. And this was also during a period of heightened fear because there was a lot of terrorist activities, bombings, and this was during a pretty extreme time. So People were really scared and basically everyone had an opinion on what they thought I should do with my life. And back then, my whole life had been about sports and I worked really hard to get into college and play as a dual collegiate athlete. And at that time, I decided I wanted to quit sports so that I could work full time in college, pay off my student debt. And then my intention was also to use that money for traveling, either while I was in college or after graduating college. But of course, everyone around me had an opinion on that as well. People said, don't quit. You've worked so hard for this. Or why would you want to work while you're in college? Just pay off your debt after school like everybody else does. And again, that was not what I wanted to do with my life, but everyone had their own opinions on what I should do. And now flash forward a couple years later, when I finally went away and I traveled and I came back from my first several backpacking trips, I met my husband. Now, my husband happens to be 12 years older than me, and you should have heard the comments then, right? People were saying, don't get involved with someone older than you. You guys won't have anything in common, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? I married him anyways. And now here we are, and I'm building a dream that I've always dreamed of. But it's a dream that no one ever thought I would have, right? A couple of years ago, I told everyone that I wanted to pursue my own dream of being a motivational speaker and an author. And people were like, are you kidding me? No, stick with your teaching job. It's so much safer. Public speaking, you want to speak in front of an entire audience of people? Are you crazy? An author? Do you have any idea how hard it is to be an author? You'd have to be the next JK Rowling to do that. And I specifically remember that exact comment. Somebody telling me that if I wanted to be a successful author, I would have to be the next J.K. Rowling. And I've remembered that comment for years because obviously I was affected by other people's opinions on what I should do with my life. But guess what? Here I am and I'm pursuing my dream anyway. So the moral of the story is that I think I know a thing or two about not caring about other people's opinions, 
or at least learning to block it out and focusing only on your own judgment and not those of the people around you. But like everything else, this is not an easy thing to do because we are operating with an ancient brain. Thousands of years ago, the craving for social approval made our ancestors cautious and it made them sharp. They had to be cautious for survival and they had to be quick-witted and sharp for the sake of their community. If the responsibility for a failed hunt fell on somebody's shoulders, then your place in the tribe could be threatened. Or if something happened like the tribe was in danger and it was your fault, then you could be kicked out. You could be banished. And back then it was impossible to live by yourself during those times, right? Like how could one hunt by themselves? How could one find water by themselves? How could one stay safe and protected by themselves? They needed to be part of a greater community in order to survive. So the desire to fit in and that paralyzing fear of being disliked, it's a part of our human condition. It's something that we all experience, but it completely undermines our ability to pursue the lives that we want to create for ourselves because we're experiencing this craving for approval at an all-time high. We experience this need for approval more than any other society has ever had in human history. Thanks to social media, our best friend, and the internet, we constantly feel like people are judging us from a distance. And we think that people are always thinking about us, even at times when they're not. So the question arises, why do we do this? Right? There was a study published in the National Library of Medicine that investigated what happens in our brain when we agree with others over the value of an object. So that study showed when someone gives us social influence, then activity is actually produced in the ventral striatum, which plays a prominent role in the reward processing system in our brain. So basically, when other people's opinions match ours, it triggers our brain to feel a sense of reward, which then keeps us coming back for more, and we want more positive matching opinions. But when something happens that causes us to feel embarrassed, like let's say we started a new business and we failed at it, or maybe we tripped on a shoelace and fell flat on our face, those things bring us shame, and we wonder how poorly others are thinking of us. And not only do we wonder about it, but we completely stress out about it, right? Like we let our hairs go gray, stressing over what other people are thinking about. And sometimes we'll send ourselves down a deep spiral, stressing about these things when we don't truly know what somebody else is thinking. Oftentimes people aren't even thinking about us at all, but studies show that we consistently overestimate how much and how badly others think about our failings. If we show our failures or our mistakes in the public eye, we really overestimate how much and how badly others think about those failures or those mistakes. So the research is out there. We are giving other people way too much power because we care too much about what others think. And when we think others think negatively of us, it starts to shape the way we see ourselves. It causes low self-esteem and it dramatically impacts the way we show up in front of other people. So now that we know why we do this, let's talk about some ways we can stop doing this. So the very first thing I'm going to tell you to start doing, it's something I have done for years now, and it's something I've seen help other people as well, 
but I like to call it assumption or fact. So this is one of my own little tools that I have used over and over and over again, but it's called assumption or fact. Now, as soon as you catch yourself wondering what other people are thinking about you, or as soon as you catch yourself comparing yourself to somebody else, then you need to ask yourself, is this an assumption or a fact? Almost every time you ask this, the answer will be assumption. I am assuming what this person thinks, or I am assuming that this person is talking about this thing, or I am assuming that this person is better than me at this thing. It is almost always an assumption. And I was working with someone a few weeks ago who came to me and told me that someone in their life was talking badly about them. And I said, okay, how do you know this? And she said, well, I walked in a room the other day and one person looked at me And then that person turned to the person sitting next to them and started talking. And then the person sitting next to them then also looked at me. And I said, okay, so you walked in a room and two people looked in your direction, probably checking to see who it was that was walking in a room. And then those two people resumed back to their conversation, which likely wasn't about you at all. And this girl was like, well, I know it was about me. And I said, but how? And she said, I just know it. And my response was, look, intuition is a great thing. And we often want to follow our gut to lead us to safety. But in this case, it is not your intuition that's talking to you. It's your insecurities. You do not know for a fact that the conversation that two other people are having is about you. You're assuming it. And if you're assuming it, then it's all made up in your head out of fear. And so I tell you guys that story Because I am sure every single one of you listening to this right now is guilty of doing the same thing. We've all done it. So I want you to start asking yourself, is this assumption or fact? And if it's assumption, you have to let it go because you're making it up. Hey friends, it's Nicole. I hope you're enjoying the episode today. And if you are, and if you don't mind, please hit the subscribe button and join our community. You'll never miss another podcast episode. And if you have another 30 seconds and you don't mind, can you leave a rating and review however you listen to the show? The more positive reviews we get, the more the platform shares us to people who have never heard of us. If you've ever gotten helpful content from this show, we would love it if you helped us out. Thanks so much, everyone. And now back to the show. So the second thing I want you to do is to take a good look at your circle. Man, I talk about this one so much, and if you've been listening to my show for a while now, you've heard it before. I'm sure this will not be the last time you hear it too, but it is just so important. If you think everyone around you is judging you, then it is a sign that you're surrounded by judgmental people, and that means you need to stop surrounding yourself with judgmental people. It's so simple. Distance yourself from those people. Limit your time around them. Check your social media page. If you need to follow and unfollow people in your life, then you need to do it, right? Like you do not need to follow and friend everyone that you know in real life. You can unfollow people. If you feel like someone is judgy, then unfollow them so they won't see your page. Who cares? It will help you to limit your time around people who bring negative energy into your life. And if you're following people who you don't even know in real life, but you feel like they might be judging you, then, oh my goodness, you need to unfollow them. 
we do not need to follow every single person, especially those people who bring us negative energy. I seriously go on unfollow binges all the time, like every week. It is a weekly routine for me. I just yesterday refreshed my page and someone's video was at the very top of my newsfeed and the video immediately said what I eat in a day. And in my head, it was like an internal eye roll. And I was just like, "Ugh, I don't really care about what you eat in a day. And right then, that was a trigger for unfollow. Because I do not need to follow people who I feel have uninteresting content that make me feel a certain way. And guess what? I don't want other people to think my content is uninteresting or stupid. So if someone does, then please unfollow me. I use social media as a way to express myself and to hopefully connect with people that like the information I put out in the world. But if somebody doesn't like my work, then don't follow me. If we all stopped following people who made us feel negative energy, then we'd be a lot happier and we would be less judgmental people. And outside of the social media world, who you're surrounded by in real life matters too. If you're going to try something new and you are scared that everyone around you is going to judge you, guess what? You don't have to tell anyone. You don't. Seriously, you can try new things and keep it all to yourself. And you can fail at those things and you can also keep it to yourself. If you want to tell one or two people who you trust with your secrets, then go for it. Maybe you want to ask one person for accountability so they can do it with you. Go for it. But decide who you're going to turn to for advice and external approval. You do not have to give every random person in your life a say in what you should do. You don't have to tell everybody about your failures or your mistakes or the things that you tried or the things that you're going to try. You don't have to tell anybody. You don't. You can keep things to yourself. And I had to learn this one really hard. I had to learn it the hard way when I was younger. I told so many people these big dreams that I had because I was seeking external support. And if you feel like you tell everybody about the things you're going to do and then people give you your, their opinions and then all of a sudden you back down and you change your mind and decide maybe I won't do that thing anymore, then listen up because you are seeking external support. So when I wanted to travel, I wanted other people around me to be like, yes, you should quit your job and go travel the world. I was looking for that response because I wanted people to encourage my ideas. But the reality was that traveling the world, it was my dream. It wasn't anybody else's dream, at least none of the people that I was talking to. So of course, the people whose support I was seeking thought my dream was crazy because it wasn't their dream. And then of course they were going to give me their opinions on it because I had told them what I was planning to do while seeking their approval. So naturally I was telling people this thing that I wanted to do looking for support, but of course it wasn't the thing that they wanted to do. So they were going to tell me not to do it and how to live my life. And it was just this vicious circle. And I could have avoided the whole thing by not telling everybody or just keeping it to myself. So this was something that I had to learn over the years. I've come to learn that if I have big dreams, the only person who I need to confirm my dreams 
is me. If I'm on board for the goals that I have, then I need to commit to them and not share them with everybody else around me. At least not everyone. I can pick a couple of people. I can share it with my sister. I can share it with my husband, but I don't need to tell everyone in my life about the things that I want to do because I don't need to hear everybody else's opinions. If you share your goals or your dreams or something that you want to do with other people, you are opening yourself up to the criticism. You are giving people permission to have a say in what you do with your life. But if you keep it to yourself and you decide to chase the dream or to try something new or whatever it is that you want to do, if you decide to commit to it and do it anyways, you save yourself from hearing other people's opinions. So that is a really, really big one. I want you guys to take a look at your circle. And that might mean taking a look at your social media page. It also might look at, it might also involve taking a look at the greater circle, the people you are truly around in real life on a day-to-day basis. And how do you interact with them? Are you sharing everything with your circle of people? Do you have to? Or are you surrounding yourself with non-judgmental people, people who will support you? Even if they don't get your dreams, they will encourage you to chase them anyway because they know the difference between their dreams and your dreams. Like It really involves a very deep dive into looking at the people you're around. So that is tip number two. Take a really good deep dive into your circle. Tip number three. Make everything about having fun. Everything, right? And so when I do everything from a place of fun, it immediately eliminates the shame or the embarrassment I feel about messing up. For example, I posted a quote the other day and I spelled the word wrong. And the old me from years ago would have been so ashamed. I probably would have panicked and felt like, oh my God, so many people are going to see this. They're going to judge me. They're going to think that, oh my gosh, I'm an, I'm an author. I should know how to spell words. And then I probably would have deleted the post so that nobody ever saw it or nobody could go back to it and look at it and continue judging me for it. But like, oh my goodness, in reality, that probably never would have happened anyway. But now, because I am a person further down the road than who I used to be, I was like, whatever, writers spell words wrong too. I'm just posting quotes to have fun and express myself. It's all in good fun, right? I wake up every day and I have quotes that run through my mind throughout the day. I jot them down and I post them for fun. And I do the same thing with my kids, right? Like they spill their drink all over the floor, probably like 20 freaking times a day. And I can have two reactions. One, I could get upset and make them feel ashamed for doing it. Or two, I can say, it's okay, let's make a game and see who can clean it up faster. And now it's all about having fun. So then they want to clean up the mess and they don't feel that bad for spilling it. So if you can make everything about having fun, then I promise you it will take the pressure away from craving the need to be perfect. You want to go for a long run, but you're scared that you're going to suck at it? Well, it's okay. Go with the intention of trying something new and having fun. If you want to write a book, but you feel like you're not good at writing, who cares? Do it with the intention of having fun. And let's say if you started a new business and you failed at it, and now you feel embarrassed, tell yourself it was all new and you did it to try something new and have fun. 
every single day I wake up and I tell my family that today is going to be a great day and a fun day. And my intention is to eliminate pressure and set the standard that whatever we do today, we're going to do it from a place of fun. I don't want my kids to grow up in a world where they constantly feel like they're being judged or they're constantly worrying about what my mother's opinion is of me, or maybe they're judging each other or comparing each other to themselves because one of them is messier than the others. Or, you know, maybe they're, they are both messy. They're two and four, (laughs) but I don't want them to be, you know, going to school and comparing themselves to their friends at school because their friends are more put together or more clean than they are. Like, I just, I don't want my kids growing up in this world where they're constantly stressing and obsessing over other people's opinions because we are all guilty for this. We have all experienced this and we all grew up in that world where we are just so focused on what other people think because we have been molded and shaped to be this perfect example that other people want us to be. Since we were little kids, people have told us how to live our life, how to act, how to behave in society, what is expected of us, what is accepted and what is not accepted. Like since we were born, people have been putting their opinions on top of us layer after layer after layer. And it is what it is. Like we are a society for a reason. We have good social norms that keep us in place. Like for example, when we go to the movies, we don't want to be picking up our phone and talking on the phone in the middle of a movie theater. That is like a healthy and a perfectly acceptable idea of a social norm, right? But all of the other things that we are expected to dress a certain way, we are expected to act a certain way, we are expected to live a life that other people want us to live. We're expected to go to the right school and to get the right grades and to get the right job because other people expect that of us. Like, man, it needs to stop. And I am trying so hard to make sure that my kids grow up feeling their authentic selves and that I am not molding them in a way that doesn't show their authenticity. And we as adults grew up in that world. And so it's even harder for us to peel back all those layers that have been put on top of that, that have been put on top of us. And so we, if you have not been practicing this, this is something you absolutely need to start incorporating into your life is to start practicing and getting in the habit of not worrying about what other people think. Because the only reason you do it is because you've been molded since you were a child to care. And like I said, we work with an ancient brain. We have to care about what other people think for survival. But the truth is we don't need to survive in the same way that we had to survive thousands of years ago. What we need to do is just live our life authentically and stop stressing about what everybody else thinks about us. Just live our life. Have fun. And if we can get in the habit of practicing this skill, it's not going to happen overnight, but eventually in time, you will get better about, you know, trusting your intuition and just accepting yourself more, being okay with the fact that you made mistakes or you want to try something new or that you failed at something. You'll just be okay. 
and you'll be happy with the fact that you tried something new. And even though it didn't go as expected, you did it and you're proud of yourself for doing it. Like you will be okay with yourself and you won't feel so stressed about having failed or having made a mistake, or you won't be so concerned about what other people are thinking of you. But it has to start now. Like I said, it's not going to happen overnight. This is a skill that's going to take years of practice, but it is one worth working on because you are never going to live the true authentic life that you deserve to live if you are constantly obsessing over what other people think. And so to recap those three big tips on how you can overcome other people's opinions or practice the skill of not worrying about other people's opinions is assumption or fact. Ask yourself, am I assuming this or is this a fact? Number two, look at your circle. Stop surrounding yourself with judgmental people and stop telling everyone everything because it opens you up for their opinions. Pick one or two people in your life who you can share certain things with. But other than that, not everyone needs to know everything. And the truth of the matter is that we are all so consumed with our own lives that most people aren't thinking about you anyways. It's just real. It's the truth. So this might come as a shock to you, but the people in your life are so freaking busy and they are so consumed with themselves that they are not thinking about you. I've said that to people before and people have taken offense to it, but it's just the truth, right? We're all so busy and caught up with our own lives that we often don't have the time to think about anybody else. But then we're so caught in our heads thinking that everyone's thinking about us, but it's just the real truth. Like people aren't thinking about us, right? And if someone is really consumed with your life for whatever reason, then you need to limit your time around those people because they absolutely should not be. And number three, do everything from a place of fun. It eliminates the pressure that you feel to do everything perfectly. And it erases that feeling of shame or embarrassment when you mess up. And it allows you to just come from a place of newness and creativity. So I hope this episode was helpful to you guys today. If it was, please share it with someone who needs to hear it. Overcoming other people's opinions is a very, very needed skill these days. So the more people that can practice the skill, the better life will be for everyone. Another episode will be out in just a few days. Until then, I love you and I'm on this journey with you. Thank you guys for listening. If you like the show, please, please, please share it with someone you love, someone you care about. My goal is always to help people to make them feel loved and special and cared for and connected with. So if this episode helped you in any way, let's keep spreading all those good vibes. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Nicole Gonzalez Writes or my website at the exact same thing, <laughs> NicoleGonzalezWrites.com. And remember, you guys, I love you and I will see you next week. Thank you.